Are you ready to get fired up? This is the Spitfire Podcast. The Spitfire Podcast is a weekly show filled with stories of inspiration, lessons learned, and ready-to-use tools to light a fire under you. This show is hosted by me, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, and I want to share the amazing stories of CEOs, professionals, and everyday people on their journey to awesomeness. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and please leave us a review. We would love, 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 love it. If you got questions, comments, or celebrations, we want to hear them. So reach out at spitfirepodcast.com. Now, enough of the housekeeping. Let's get to the show. What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach. And tomorrow is a big deal. I'm recording this, obviously, a couple days ahead of time. But the day that this is coming out is September 23rd. And tomorrow is my birthday, September 24th. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I freak out every year on before building up to my birthday. And I've had some epic meltdowns. I've cried a lot. I've screamed. I've been depressed. I haven't wanted to get out of bed. But this year is different. This year, I made a conscious effort to have a different experience around my birthday. But before I tell you about that, I just want to like level the playing field and, and help you understand, or maybe you have already had this experience and maybe you've never had this, but you can help to see it in other people. So I had so much built up on the experience of my birthday. I had the idea of what it was supposed to be. All these people were going to be around me. It was a celebration of my life. And undoubtedly, I would be disappointed that people didn't show up, that they didn't care, that they didn't put as much effort in as I had. Uh, I've planned parties for myself. I've had epic shindigs. I've also spent my birthday pretty much alone and by myself, which is super depressing. Um, But every time I would sense this dread, this buildup of it's never going to be what I want it to be. And so two weeks out, I would start to feel that burden, that uh, dread, that anticipation, that failure that's coming, you know, right around the corner. And I couldn't stop myself. I kept going down that loop of nobody cares. No one gives a shit. I'm going to be by myself. And I couldn't appreciate it on the day. I would be during my celebration of, you know, the people who did come out, I wasn't focused on them because I was looking at all the people who didn't show up, who didn't keep their word. And this year I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, it's not about anyone else. It's about me. It's about me enjoying my life, the adventure, the journey that I've been on. And this year has been a twisty, turny, amazing, sad, every emotion across the board, I've felt it. Um, I have had the high highs and the low lows and there's past episodes about it, but I've learned a lot about myself in the process. Uh, I am finally in this place of, I don't have any excuses. I don't have anything that I need to check with or to make sure that it's okay in order for me to move forward. So I had a dog for almost 11 years and I love my dog. My dog was awesome, but my dog was also my crutch. My dog was my excuse for not putting myself out there, for not taking risks, for not going on adventures, for not traveling. You know, I always had to come back or make sure that he was okay, which is what you're supposed to do as a pet owner. But I took it to the extreme where 
I wouldn't speak up for myself. I made it seem like this was what I had to do every time. And there were always options for me to get out of it. But I use that element to not face the music, face the truth of like, where was I playing small? And so when my dog passed in May, I was faced with this reality check, this mirror in my face of what is my life? What is my life going forward? You know, at 35 years old, I've been divorced. I have traveled the world. I've lived in multiple cities. I've lived across this country and I've written a book. I have a podcast, obviously. Uh, I have my own business. I've been a boss. I've had multiple businesses. Um, I've lived, but I still haven't lived. And that may seem odd. And and it may seem like I'm just kind of you know splitting hairs at this point, but there's always kind of been this limit or this permission that was needed to go to that next level. And that's what I mean by playing small, of like working in the the comfort of what's expected, of knowing what I'm able to do. And I stayed in that space for a long time. And even though I left my 11-year career, I left a marriage, I left a home, I left a business, I still was doing it in a very calculated and safe way. And it may sound surprising for people to hear because I hear it all the time of, you know, you're so brave, you're so courageous, you, you know, you took all these risks. But for me, it was me living my life in a way that I needed to do it. And it didn't feel like it was a risk. It didn't feel like a leap of faith. And I'm sure looking back now as, as I'm like, holy shit, I did all these things. Um, it felt like a necessary step. But I also knew that I wasn't going to go beyond a point where it wasn't safe. You know, I quit my job, but I had money in the bank. Uh, I started a business without clients, but I had money in the bank. And I knew how I could have a tight grip on my expenses. So I never allowed myself that full risk. And it's funny, I talked to my brother and my brother is like the antithesis of me. If you've ever met him or you ever do meet him, uh, he is like the punk rock version of me to the extreme. My brother loves to take risks. He is like so ignited by that like burning risk that's happening. You know, is he going to get in trouble? Is he going to get the gig? Is he going to run out of money? And that fuels his fire. And that doesn't fuel my fire. You know, I like comfort. I like safety. I like the, the cozy feeling of a Snuggie and slippers on my feet. But I also want to grow. I want to have that life of having true impact with people. But I also realized that the way that I was limiting myself from a mindset perspective was holding me back. So I know what I meant to do as a business owner. I know that I meant to work with people of impact, with centers of influence, with people who are or dealing with clients and and their coworkers and people who who are building businesses. I am meant to help those people. But there's something that kept stopping me in my tracks. I kept talking about, you know, well, I haven't worked in this industry or I haven't been running my business long enough. I don't have the case studies. I don't have this. But those were excuses because the reality is I do. I have experience. I have case studies. I know that what I do creates impact. But I was in my own story of the little girl, which is in all of us. This this idea of who we were in our development that, you know, one, two, three, however many people made a comment to us that is embedded. And I know that that image is still in me. But I also know that that's not the truth. 
I know that I am meant to do things that are bigger than the little girl. The little girl needs to grow up and the little girl has no more excuses. So I am done with that. I honor the little girl. I honor that spunk, that tenacity, that energy, that personality that just has fun and is playful. But I also know that I'm, I am a serious business owner who gets shit done, who tells it like it is, who helps people see their blind spots and troubleshoot it so that they can get out of their own way. They can stop being, you know, the, the person who has to do it all and they can start to trust and they can start to delegate and they can start to bring people on and build their empire. And that's exactly what I'm doing. This is the first time in my career that I have really trusted someone else to build something for me. I, I'm getting a website built and I'm super excited to have it launched by the end of the year and I'm not gonna say what it is, but I'm thinking differently about my business. And I don't think that would be possible if I was still stuck in that safe mode. You know, spending thousands of dollars on personal development, on professional development, on outsourcing, I never would have done it. And I just bought a brand new car. I never would have done that before. Now that's not saying that you need to go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars to show that you're a risk taker and you're legit, but it's understanding like where is the excuse coming in? Where are you stopping yourself dead in your tracks saying that you don't deserve it or you're not quite ready? And how true is that? How realistic is the story that you're telling yourself? And I know that my story was bullshit. Like my story was meant to keep me in a safe spot that I felt like I needed to be in because I wasn't ready to take that risk. It was too scary for me. And now my business is doing amazing. I'm working with crazy amazing clients and like have have wait lists. Like people are ready to come in and I have to get out of my own way. And that's what I'm saying to you. Like my gift to myself for the 36th year, and I'm not afraid to say how old I am because I'm still gonna get carded. <laughs> um, but what is it that's getting in your way and what can you gift yourself today for your birthday, for New Year's, whatever it is to have a symbolic gift, whatever that permission slip is that you feel the need to do, do it. So for me, I need to give myself the permission slip to have the conversations, to have FaceTime, to go and meet the people that I used to be too intimidated to talk to, to have those conversations because the same stuff that we're working on in our head is working on in everyone else's head in different versions. We're all in, a little intimidated. We're all afraid that people are going to find us out. But if we're not in touch with it, if we're not facing it, then we're so focused on our stuff and stuffing it in the closet that we're not embracing who we are. We're not, we're not able to see other people, which is ultimately what we all need in this world is to connect. We all need to see each other, acknowledge and validate understand each other's experiences. And that's where the magic happens. Not the best version of who we think someone wants us to be, but who we actually are meant to be. And so I am fully ready to step into that Spitfire 36th year and to stop with the excuses and to start having those amazingly impactful conversations with people of impact. And if you are those people, feel free to reach out because uh, I'd love to chat with you and talk to you about what we're working on uh, for 2020. It's all about clarity and getting to the heart of things. So I'm super excited about that. But I just wanted to share that because I know that words are powerful. I know that keeping my word to myself and putting this out to you in a podcast format is where the truth is for me. It allows me to check back and to say, you know what? You're not living in your truth. And that may happen. I may go, I may go off track, but the track is built now. The path is there and I can take rest stops. I can divert a little bit. I can detour, but I can always come back to it. And that is what permission is about. It's not about being perfect, but it's about being in alignment with who I'm meant to be. 
and I'm meant to work with people and be a catalyst for positive change with people of serious impact. So get true about your truth. Spend a little time understanding you and where you're coming up with excuses that are no longer valid. Rip them up. Rip up those excuses. Burn them if you have to and start getting in touch with your truth. So I'm going to go celebrate my birthday. Yay. If you want to celebrate my birthday, cool. Go get yourself some cake and, and some Prosecco. Life will be great. But for all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.